Internet, it's, it's good for y'all to hear us. I'm glad that y'all can hear us. I know what y'all said. What the hell? Did y'all just give up? And and honestly, no, we don't give up. I mean, the reason why you don't hear us is because we are working. We are grinding. We are working on it. And we are never giving up. I, I will never give up. I have to interrupt. Interrupt. Let's be real. Let's be real. You've been doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get up right now and do some laundry. I just need to put some clothes on, but otherwise I'm about to get up and do some laundry. We are so happy to be back with you. So happy. I mean, do y'all y'all want to go through the litany of ish that we've been on since that last podcast? Which was when? It was August? Uh somewhere around there. But I mean we I had to go know. through we had to go through the Thanksgiving holiday. Oh my gosh. Oh my the god. Oh my god. The oh my horror. Oh my god. Honestly, internet, you don't you don't really want to mess with a podcast with an old person on it because all you're gonna hear about is how this person starts to fall apart <laughs> and get old and and you know boom and crumble. All right, that's that's the news, really. I mean, I have been you know I, I deal with my health, I deal with my health issues, and you know new issues arise that we hadn't dealt with previously, and you know we're just learning. We're really learning how much your life has to change when the call comes in. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know you know how I like to cheat yes. and tease about, yes. oh, oh, I'm not paying that light bill until they send the blue paper. Right. Well, I mean, you know what? You can mess around, but one time somebody is going to just say, you know what? And they're going to cut the switch. They're not going to give you blue paper? You're going to get the blue paper and they're going to cut the switch the day after. Okay. So what I'm saying is that signs come to you Pay attention. Pay, pay your attention. Bill. Pay your bill. And and matter of fact, don't wait for the blue paper. No, really, don't wait for the blue paper. Truly, because you may not you may not have enough money in the account when that blue paper comes. But if you can wait till you get your tax return, that's okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> hood rich. Speaking of taxes, I swear if we don't get our taxes done, oh. man, listen, we're gonna get when we get our taxes done. What are we gonna get? You know what? I love this talk. What I know. Are we gonna do when we what are we going to do when we get our taxes? We're going to buy an airplane? Oh my God, yes. Let's buy, let's buy, yes. let's buy some slaves. Some, oh, stop. Stop. It's not even <laughs> funny. Stop. Because there are real people in this real world who are still dealing. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get out. What kind of slaves do you think? of slavery. What kind of slaves do you think we could buy? Could we buy, we wouldn't be able to buy We are buying slaves. no slaves. There is, there shall be no trafficking in human beings. In this Androids? Household. Could we buy ourselves a robot, maybe? I don't think our tax our return bidding? is going to be big enough for the kind of robot that you and I would need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we would end up with one of those robots that you get at Toys R Us that rolls on the floor we, and then like pops up and says, hello, my name is... We, we, we just have enough to get an inflatable sex doll. And only wow. one. And only one. 
So then who gets... But who gets to decide? Well, well, maybe we'd have to. Get I get a, to decide. No, no, I no, just no, no. Why you you don't think there's a hermaphroditic hermaphroditic sex style? One with two sex organs. Why not? Why not? Huh? That would be so freaky. And I have a feeling that all of our listeners right now are putting their hands over their ears, going, <laughs> "No." I'm, I'm pretty sure no! somewhere in, in China or Japan. There is a there is a hermaphroditic sex style. I, I just believe that. I believe if you can think of anything, then it's happening somewhere in China. It's being made. <laughs> I think you're right. There's probably a factory there. I'm telling you. Might be the same one that makes Donald Trump's ties. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hey. Would you be surprised? No, I would not be. I would not be no. surprised. getting a sex doll no no we've never had a sex doll we don't have any sex dolls <laughs> but there's i don't see anything wrong with with uh accoutrements toys or things yeah. but but Those a doll like 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 really listen if you need to bring creepy. another person into your there's nothing wrong with that if you need to do that but you know that's not this is not the podcast for, <laughs> for that. you okay <laughs> Internet, welcome to another episode, another, 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 another episode of the Newlyweds podcast. We are still newlyweds, all right? Yeah, we are. We're still newlyweds. The other day, you asked me how long were we married. I feel like we 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 were having a discussion. Yeah. And I think the idea of us being married extends uh, beyond or before the date that you and I even said I do. Well, someone asked me that the other day, and I had to really think about it. Because we've been together for so long 
but more importantly, it feels like we've been in sync, you know, like mm-hmm. we've been in this thing and that the formal ceremony we had just made us legal, like not, mm-hmm. it already felt like we were there already. So, right, right, right. so I really had to think about it because I, I started to say, oh, you know, for a long time. And then I was like, well, no, technically not. Well, I like, I, I like to tell people that under the Lord. <laughs> we had come together. We had. And then we finally had. we came together under the law. Oh, 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 look at you. Uh-huh. With your turn of phrase, Dallas But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like, I heard someone say the other day, and I like this. I think I'm going to start answering that question now with not long enough. Mm, that's dope. That's dope. That's what, because I mean. That's going to be my answer now. I mean, what is infinity? Not long enough. Not long enough. <laughs> Dig that. Dig that. That's dope. That's dope. Oh, are you guys happy? Are you guys happy to hear from us again? Well, I'll tell you what, thank goodness in the time that we've been gone, the world hasn't ended. Uh, no, it has not. It's still spinning on its axis. You know. You know, no one's nuked the sun yet. Right. We're good. Right. right? I mean, yeah, things are F to F up. Where are we at with, with flat as to, as opposed to round world status? I think we're kind of teetering right between the two. Mm-hmm. I think we have definitely gone from... Firmly round world status mm-hmm. to 50-50. It could go either way. Kind of tilting towards flat worlders. I, but I've got a new concept but, to add But to I, think, I think, I don't know. There's like things that are happening that give me hope, right? So there's the resistance. There's mm. kind of all the actions that people are rising up and taking. There's the identification and the recognition that um, not everyone who's economically disadvantaged is a supporter of Trump or thinks that way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just see things happening, whether it's in the arts or labor or politics, where there's more of a concerted effort. And I think it's hard to see it all coming together when you're in the middle of it. But when we look back at this time, we're going to see things that set up some monumental changes that I hope will be positive in the future. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, that's the optimistic take. That is certainly optimistic. The, I, I, the realist take is, well, I get is frustrated. that shit's gets going to get fucked the fuck up. I get frustrated <laughs> by the idea of this resistance. Yeah, simply I because, understand. simply because it's it's um, you know, we've always been here, mm-hmm. and we've always been fighting and struggling yes. and being like, hey, listen, you know what? People get, you know, wake up, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden now it's like when people, you know, when people's comfort gets threatened because it's yeah, interesting. Right. You know, when you think about Black Lives Black Lives Matter really didn't threaten people's comfort. People were like, yeah, but yeah, Black Lives Matter, yeah. But that's, you know, that's but those that's other, happening over there. Yeah, that's that's other people's problems. It's not my problem. And and all of a sudden now people are having problems and they're like, hey, hey, Black Lives Matter, come on, you know, get March down with, with us. us. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Black huh? Lives Matter is like, huh? 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 I mean, when I say the resistance, I guess what I mean is that um, I, I do mean it in that way. You mean Not- Princess Leia and, and the- <laughs> Rogue One all the way. Well, before uh, <laughs> Rogue One is before the resistance. I know. Rogue One was during is, the rebellion. But that is what gave them hope. Listen, Rogue One was for the rebellion. All okay. Right. All right. Once the rebellion had toppled the Empire, right. then. We learned that the resistance was still needed yes. because remnants of the empire. So, are you saying that we are in the rebellion stage still? I would, I would honestly say that yeah, we're still in the rebellion stage. We haven't. Um, so maybe what this is is this is the second birth, and it's a difficult one 
of these United States. Mm. Because the, the empire the, the empire that we must topple is not King George. Mm. It's not outside of this country. It is the falsehood upon which this country is built. But you want to know something? I would say that it is actually outside of this country. Okay. Why would you say that? I would say that this country kind of props up uh, the global positioning. But I would say that the rebellion is occurring in Palestine. Mm -hmm. The rebellion is occurring in Greece. Mm -hmm. The rebellion is occurring in South Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, the rebellion is, is occurring wherever... Regular people are being marginalized, right. are being, you know, oh, no exploited. question, no question. So the rebellion is is all over the place. It's, I it's, just meant in terms of the idea of an American hegemony that that this idea that we had this grand fight to kick out our oppressor, which mm -hmm. was the founding of this nation, mm -hmm. and yet we internalized. And I, I'm using we very loosely, right? Absolutely, no, no, right? no. The, so, we are. I would argue that we are. We are complicit. <laughs> well, I would disagree with you on that, but okay. okay, let's save that debate for later. Okay. But but America then essentially built itself uh, upon another lie. Yes. And so we never really completed that initial rebellion. Well, we never been, completed a, we never been, completed the fight for independence. <clears throat> there's been a there there has been a cascade and a mountain of lies. And it's it's funny because um, <laughs> I I just had a personal situation yeah where where someone is lying mm -hmm. and then they have to continue to lie yeah and at at a certain point it falls apart it just apart. gets ridiculous and yeah. and the initial lie wasn't even so bad to begin with yeah you know this one I was like okay you know what? that's that's an f up on your part all right straighten it out right and fly right and right. everything would be fine. Right. And that's con that's continually our situation here. Yeah. Where you have this initial lie. It's like, all right, let's get over it. You know, let's give forgiveness. Let's issue that so that we can get past this. And then the next lie comes and it's like, wait a minute. Damn. It's and always the cover-up that fucks everything up. Ah, it's always the cover-up. It's the worst. It's you know? worse than worse the initial than the lie. problem. It's worse than the it's initial lie. It's worse than the lie.
Although I would say when it comes to America, that initial lie was a doozy. Well, think about the, think about what the cover up. Think about how so, <laughs> think about how bad the cover up was. I, we are living in the cover up. We know, know how bad it is. I know. We know, I know how bad it is. I know. I know. We know, I know how bad it is. I know. I know. You know what? Let me let me uh, give you a, a moment to break for a second. Okay. So you can take a look at. Um, oh, you want me to go look at the pot? Yeah, look at the, your production going on. <laughs> Incidents. CS has been working on some masterful vegetarian dishes. Some vegan, some vegetarian. We're, we're, we're mostly doing vegetarian. I won't yeah. say vegan because no, we do. we do eat some cheese. Yeah, we eat cheeses and we do. But eat. we don't drink milk. Almond milk. Right, but not cow's milk. I mean, okay. we're, we're kind of, we're dairy-ish free. Like, I gotta ask you, um, mm-hmm. if an almond had an eye. Yes. Would it then be considered, you know, vegetarian instead of vegan? <laughs> like, what makes something vegetarian as opposed to vegan? Animal products. What makes something an animal? Um, the scientific classification of animals versus plants. I, I'm, I'm still confused because, I mean, what makes something an animal as opposed... Why isn't a plant an animal? It gives birth to other plants. Right, but it doesn't require a... Don't look at me crazy. I mean, answer me <laughs> this question. Why are plants not animals? Why? What is this species separation that we're on? You know, we we want to separate uh, plants. Yeah. Why? Because they can't yell and cry. They can't attack us. They they can't. You know, all they do is just give us air and and green chlorophyll for us to be healthy. All they do is give, and they don't take. Is that why? We have such a low esteem for plants. Dallas. There's going to be a plant uprising, CS. You have silenced me with your science. <laughs> <laughs> I have blinded her with my science. I don't have an answer. Okay. Then let's take I a quick break. I don't have an answer. <laughs> you have let's take a music break. confounded me. I love it. I love it. Listen, it's the ramen noodle, Okay. <laughs> Cause we the people are still here in the rear, yo, we don't need you. You ain't the killing off good young nigga move. When we get hungry, we eat the same fucking food. The ramen noodle. This simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable to pull a juju. The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap. She don't tell me she make money, she don't study that. She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me none of that. She gon' take the brain away the place she spit on that. Vitor's the signs with it. Don't try to rhyme with it. VH1 has a show that you can waste your time with. Guilty pleasure, take the edge off reality and for a salary, I'll probably do that just sporadically. The OG Gucci boots are smitten with iguanas. The IRS piranhas see a nigga getting common. Niggas in the hood living in a fishbowl. Gentrify here, now it's not a shithole. Trendsetter, I know my shit's cold. Hand center, baby, cause I ain't so over there. All you black folks, you must go. Bad folks, you must go. All right, all right. 
back All from right. our little break. All right. All right. There we go. So um, I'm making a broth. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm making a broth for some gluten-free, low-carb, my version of ramen noodles. I guess you really can't call it ramen noodles because they're not ramen, but it's the idea. It's like a noodle soup. Okay. It sounds not good, but it's actually delicious. I'm sure it's going to be delicious because that squash you've been you've been baking and <laughs> you've been handing me pieces of is fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah. It's I think gonna it's going to be good. Going to be good. Going to be good. Going to be good. And then uh, tomorrow, um, I've got two doctor's appointments. Well, actually, I've got one doctor's appointment. Then I'm going to go see my other guy since I'll be downtown anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, get some treatments done. And get your get yourself right. Yeah, get, get, yourself. My, get myself. Keep getting myself together. Keep getting it together. It does not stop. I often say this. I've said this for for many years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, your your health journey it, it doesn't. It can't hit a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to keep powering through, and um, and trying things. And I got this prescription from this uh, heart doctor, mm-hmm. and CS and I well. I always thank you, CS, because, you know, you give me the, the information, you give me the courage to go and ask these guys, hey, listen, do I really need this medicine? Yeah. Or, or what's this medicine supposed to do for me mm-hmm. that maybe I can have maybe I can have it done without using a pharmaceutical? And I feel like this, this heart doctor we found, I feel like he's going to be amenable to that, but we'll see. I, I mean, hope so. I mean, the thing that bugs me is when they give you something and they don't explain what it is. Yeah. So... You know, he seems amenable, so we'll see tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe he'll explain why he thinks the pharmaceutical is necessary, and so we'll evaluate that and say, okay, and we'll use it. I don't know. But what bothered me was that he called you and said, oh, I'm going to prescribe this for you, and didn't explain to you what it was, didn't explain what the possible effects could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we looked it up, they were pretty significant. And so I felt like it deserved a conversation at least mm-hmm. before we just, like, dive right in, because... My experience with these things is that you start taking one and it creates a load of symptoms that then have to be treated with other things. And then the next thing you know. Well, that was one of the caveats in my discussion with him. It was yeah. like, hey, try it and and we'll see if other things need to be added to that. You end up with a cocktail, <laughs> a cocktail of prescriptions. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And then like, you know, your liver and your kidneys get blown out. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I would like to know how do I get the financial aids that Magic Johnson had? I don't know. I mean, people said he had HIV, but he became a billionaire after contracting HIV. But do you know how much money they probably made if he became a billionaire mm-hmm. after that? Do you know how much money the pharmaceuticals made? Trillions. Exactly. Zillion. God exactly. by zillions. I mean, not to make light of anybody having HIV, but... I mean, if that's what—that's how he turned we, out. We went through two generations of people having of HIV. We went through—I um, I mean, basically, we've gone through about a quarter century, twenty-five yeah. years. I know it's kind of amazing, isn't it? It really is. Because I feel like, in part, and this is also maybe just age and time, but I remember how scary it was because the way people were talking about it, even as a young kid, and not really being fully cognizant of what it meant, but hearing like just the mainstream news coverage of it and and it being kind of likened to a plague and and not I mean I didn't I wasn't really like hip to I don't know whatever you know whatever the 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 coded terms of talking about um 
gay people and 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 the ways in which they were linking disease with gayness mm-hmm. you know i was just it was just kind of on the periphery but i was just like what what is this but i remember the hysteria right yeah yeah and i also remember the real sadness of the idea of realizing as i got more educated about it these people kind of suffering horribly through this and not getting attention not getting care and as always there seemed to be a hierarchy of yeah. who got care with you know, black people on the bottom, on always, the absolute always, bottom. Always, always, um, And so to kind of feel and remember that so vividly and then realize it's been 25 years, a quarter of a century, is is kind of amazing. Well, I mean, it's been a quarter of a century since since Magic Johnson's uh, confession yeah. of having contracted HIV. I mean, we've been dealing with HIV. We were dealing with HIV a decade prior. Right. Um, I just remember being in junior high school and right. one of my classmates mother who was a nurse yeah kind of spoke about this impending epidemic like they were yeah. seeing things or or at least they were being given this information that this is what we are witnessing now yeah and i i've never i'll be honest with you i mean i i guess i've always been kind of like this i don't want to say conspiracy theorist <laughs> but but someone who just always was looking for the story below the story the story mm-hmm. behind the story mm-hmm. And I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't happy and satisfied. And I'll tell you why. That's it. it goes back to having a family member, um, a close, well, I mean, a cousin, mm-hmm. but still, someone that I was close to. Yeah. And the health that they were in, and I felt like the way they took care of themselves. Yeah. And then to have a, a colleague, a coworker, also. Yeah. Uh, contract the uh, the disease. I just said, no way. This is not. This isn't for real. Because these people took care of themselves, and I just felt like when you're <laughs> when you're black or brown, and you give some certain information to a uh, a healthcare practitioner, mm-hmm. if if they've got another agenda, if they've got things to sell, if they've got drugs to sell, you know they'll put you on it. So that that's my concern. That's my concern when we see this heart doctor. When I see this heart wow. doctor tomorrow. <laughs> That's you know? a lot right there, dude. Well, I mean, goodness I mean, gracious. How, these guys are, you know, I, we sat with the, the heart doctor um, yeah, during know. Thanksgiving. And, and you know, know. He, came, he came into the room and he was dashing and he had his airmaid belt on and he had his leather jacket. And he looked like, and remember the question I asked him? Yeah, you did. That was very funny. <laughs> I asked. I asked the guy. What did I say? I said. I said. I said. What did I say? BMW or Mercedes? Or Merce- yeah, yeah. Something like that. Or BMW or Audi. <laughs> he just had the look. Internet. This guy had the look of someone who liked to drive fast as soon as he got out of the hospital. And then you know, actually, what you asked him is if he did valet parking or if he parked it in the lot. <laughs> he said, "Do you park your Mercedes in the lot?" No, no. I didn't. I, I, yes, you did. I didn't say that. I, was, I did. didn't say that. You I asked him what type did. of car he had. Okay. You absolutely did. Uh, I, think you, I think you're misremembering the discussion, but nonetheless, though, nonetheless, it's, it's just like um, you can look at somebody sometimes and 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 see that. All right, you know. This person is used to a certain lifestyle, a certain mm-hmm. way of conducting themselves. And you could tell also when, when we decided, hey, listen, we had had enough of this hospital rigmarole. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get out of there. Mm-hmm. The kind of shock that, that confronts these folks when you tell them that, listen, thank you, you. I like you. You're nice. But I'm out of here. Yeah. And, you know, people get offended by that. And people say, oh, man, listen, you're, you're going to you're, you're signing your death warrant. You're going to go kill yourself. 
And, um, man, as soon as they start that talk, man, oh, man, I'm out of here. I was already out of here, but now I'm doubly (laughs) out of here. I mean, it's definitely true that I think certainly the kind of care that you get is dependent upon both implicit um, and explicit bias, right? And we've certainly seen this in your case, right? We complained to a couple of doctors about how you were feeling. And they just said, well, you just need to lose weight, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they were dismissive of the claim. And we saw that uh, a couple summers ago when you were battling the foot infection with the diabetes. Mm -hmm. As soon as you walked in the door, big black guy, you know, they just jumped to conclusions. And were like, okay, we're just going to take his foot off. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, those things are real. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but too, man, just just the way they were treating my foot, like, 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 hey, I'm a person, man. Right. You guys are... That was one of the things that I think most upset me about the whole experience, which not was... I mean, the whole thing was extraordinarily difficult, but to see you treated with such lack of regard uh, was really upsetting, you know? And, and I know it's not just you. I've read a lot about it. I've seen... Um, a lot of stories about this issue, and it's something that healthcare professionals know is an issue, and those that are conscientious really try and counter. But it's it's difficult because the system is set up for people to profit, for companies and corporations to profit off of sick people. Yeah. And so you need people to be sick, just like you need people to fill prisons, just like you need people to work <laughs> practically slavery. You know, in terms of wages, well, um, it, this is this is all part of the cycle of capitalism. So, all right, but you know what we're gonna have to do now? We're gonna yeah. have to take another break because right now we have uh, we have a guest calling in right now. Hello, Dallas. How are you? I'm excellent, ma'am. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. Seventeen years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. In elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman, it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Dear Mama, you all appreciate it. Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy cause the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry cause my anger let me feel for a stranger They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love Oh, that was a lovely call <laughs> From your mom That's 
called the mother-in-law break. <laughs> I don't call it a mother-in-law break. Okay, the mom break? Yeah, that's mom your mom. Break. I the mean, mom break. you know why? Because the law, the law a few years ago said that you and I couldn't get married. And you, you and I couldn't hold property. Oh, yes. And you and I couldn't uh, vote and we couldn't walk on the same side of the street as some other folks. And we couldn't, you know, convene with other friends of ours. The law said all kinds of crazy things. So the law changes. F your laws. That's right. <laughs> F those laws. <laughs> you know, you can't always you can't always rock with the law because the law will change right from under you. I mean, the law has people, has teachers now, yeah, uh, carrying guns. Yeah. The law. The law. Yeah. So I don't need a mother-in-law. <laughs> no, that's true. You don't. You don't, and she is not. And and uh, you know what? We spoke with my I mother today my also. Mommy. Your mom's so sweet. She she's the best. She's a sweet lady. She's a sweet lady. We spoke with your mom today. We spoke with my mom your today. Your mom's the best too. Man. We got, we got to, some really awesome moms. We're gonna have to change Sunday to be mom day. <laughs> All right. Shouts to mothers. Shouts to mothers everywhere. During that last uh break I played Tupac's uh you know, Tupac's Dear Mama. Of course. And, um, you know, I don't like Tupac as a rapper. What? No, no, hold on for a second. I, let me, let me clarify that. I don't like him as a rapper because I don't feel like he was, <laughs> I don't feel like he was that good of a rapper. But I do understand that Tupac is hip hop and what Tupac was able to evoke. Although I don't find him, you know, technically a, a super skilled Adept. rapper. Uh-huh. He, what he was able to evoke as far as feelings, as far as emotions. Um, I mean, I feel the same way about DMX. I don't like DMX as a rapper. Yeah. But DMX has people ready to, to knock each other out. Right. Because he's so passionate and he's so spirited um, about the things that he's saying. So I, I think that's where Tupac falls for me also. Huh. He's just very spirited and passionate. Okay. You know. Okay. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of messing with the uh, the canon. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think people that love rap lyrics place Tupac in the top ten. I think people that that like celebrity and like hip hop mm. celebrity would place Tupac in the top three. <laughs> but I think that that you know, for people who like really love the people that craft lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, rhyming dude. Right. But there's a difference between um, rappers who don't always write their own lyrics. Sure. And then the people who write their lyrics. Of course. Right? And sometimes the people who write the lyrics can't spit them. Or they develop a a new way. That's their their entry into the business. And then they end up developing their own style. And that, that becomes their signature as they move... From kind of the back of the house to the front of the house, but I don't know if if at this point it is. I don't know at what point does it become not part of the equation whether or not someone is writing their own lyrics and the quality of those lyrics. You know, this, because this could be people- this could be a, a, a twenty hour discussion. <laughs> really, it could be. It could be because I mean, now we cross the line of of. 
of songwriting into really what, what is entertainment and presentation. I was complaining about this group, the Migos, for the longest amount of time because I thought, I thought the, their lyrical content was so, so crappy. Yeah. And, um, one of the, the Migos artists started writing for Cardi B. And for some reason, when she says the stuff that these people write for, these guys write for her, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Your bitch wanna party with Cardi. Cardi a body in a Rari. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got your bitch on Molly. Bitch, you ain't gang, you lame. Billy truck laying the lane. Blow out the brain. I go insane, insane. I drop a check on the chain. Fuck up a check in the flame. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Who got this motherfucker started? God. Who took your bitch at the party? God. I took your bitch in the party. God. Who that be flags marching? God. Who that don't think in the cut? God. Who got them freaks in the truck? God. Then diamonds go hit like a bitch on a bitchy ass bitch. Bitch, you a wanna be caught. Red bottom MJ moonwalk on a bitch. Moonwalking through your clique. I'm moonwalking in the six. 50 with the kit. Moonwalks in this bitch. I'm from the motherfucking Bronx. Bronx. I keep the pump in the trunk. Trunk. Bitch, if you bad, then jump. Jump. Might leave your bitch in the slump. Your bitch wanna party with Cardi. Cardi a body in a Rari. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got my your body. bitch on Molly. Bitch, you ain't gang, you lame. Billy truck laying the lane. Blow out the brain. I go insane, insane. I drop a check on the chain. Fuck up a check in the flame. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't even understand that. <laughs> but that 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 obviously speaks to some people. Okay. 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 So um, yeah. So yeah. anywho, anywho, yes, that's you know we're we're moving towards speaking in emoji. Let us find out the that's fact that people can understand. Let us find out that Cardi B is really communicating, like, in Morse code or something with, like, the universe. Like, these things that we think are, like, her just ridiculous little things, there's some other language we don't even understand. And then they're going to show up on our planet, and they're going to be like, Cardi B is the queen, and y'all are going in our soup. Okay. I'd like to. Well, <laughs> I hope not. I hope we don't end up in this soup, but that's distinctly a possibility. It I mean, is seriously. totally a possibility. Seriously, the way we're and all getting so out, so doggone fat anyway. It turns out Cardi B was the gateway. Mm. Mm. See now, I thought you were going to just say that Cardi B was the gateway to a species coming here and making us realize uh, girl power. I thought that's what you were going to say, but you went the other way with it. Yeah, and that's fine. No. That's fine. No. So you don't think Cardi B could be speaking to the universe for women overall and empowering women and those little clicks and slurs that she does are really just, you know, the universe? Because, you know, women contain every element of the universe. I am not falling down this rabbit hole with you. <laughs> you have tried it, DB. Yeah. But I am not even going to set it up. I That's refuse. All right. That's all right. Internet, you I already refuse. know. 
You already know the deal. I refuse. You if you are a longtime listener of this podcast, you know at some point DP and I had this conversation already. Hey, listen, I'm just and trying to show my deference to women. If you in the archives, you certainly I am just trying to show my ultimate deference tonight. to women. Your ultimate deference. You, know you know what is ultimate deference to women? Mm. Yeah. What? Stop arguing all the time. Mm. <laughs> That's Just not, be like, yeah, you're right. See, is that is that deference or is that's that right. is that no, submission? That's not submission. That's recognizing when someone has a better idea and that's, concept than you, and instead of just fighting for the sake of fighting, you'd be like, yeah, okay, you're right. That's complete acquiescence. Now, see, I have seen you do that with the homies. <laughs> oh, acquiesce completely? Yes. I don't even want to believe that. Yes. You'd be like, oh, 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 no, no, you're right, you're right. And then you give a dab, and then everybody goes and marches off in their merry way with their big puffy coats and their saggy jeans. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, I'll be like, no, let's do it this way. And it's like a half-hour conversation. Right, and, and, it, and, and I feel like And then what else happens? And then we do it that way, and you'd be like, oh. But I was just going to say, I well, feel like it, it, it made us both better for the conversation. Oh, did it? Did it really? <laughs> You don't think you don't think we become better for the conversation? Not Internets. all the time. No. Internets, do you think do we become better for the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, though. All right. Well, I hope that the reason they're listening is because they think they become better for this conversation here. I am always better for a conversation with you all and right. our friends across the internets. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic.
Los Cincinnatos, you know we don't like to hold Jerry as hostage, but we wanted to just check in with you guys and say, yes, we are still here. We are still newlyweds. We are still doing a podcast. All right. I still have both feet attached to both legs, attached to my hip, attached to my stomach, attached to my heart, attached to my head. All right. Along with my arms. All pieces here and accounted for. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As well as you. I am. I am in my, I'm fully inhabiting my body. Well, fantastic. Then, then, then we're here. We are here. We are here. We are present. We are accounted for. Glad to have you guys here with us. And please, 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 whenever you see someone in the street, don't be a weirdo, okay? Say hello, okay? Seriously. All right, don't be a weirdo. Thank you, internets. We love you.